All righty, gang, welcome to the podcast. Today, we are joined by our guests, uh, Drake, Stevens, and Jack. So our level two coaches here, um, we're bringing them in to chat about the semifinals. We're going to recap semifinals. Uh, we're going to talk about the next training cycle. And then just kind of our, our, our goals moving forward, um, you know, for the rest of 2023 and 24. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think we should just kind of kick it off. Like, Drake, can you give us a, a recap? We just got back from semifinals and uh, kind of tell us what you saw down there. Yeah. Like, I mean, we can see a little bit from, you know, watching on, yeah. on the stream, but like it's really hard to tell what it feels like and looks like down there. I mean, overall, just uh, talking with people and being there, like the one thing I can describe is this weekend was just special. Like going down with this group of people, hanging out all weekend, working out hard, and then even coming back and hearing people talk about, like, watching us and what they thought going through these workouts were just fun and just a special experience. Uh, overall, though, we had, like, a great showing from what we were expecting. Like, in the semifinal, there were kind of three groups of people, right? Mm -hmm. There's that top group, the people that we know they're going to the game. Like, no matter what they do this weekend, they're gone. They're going to the games. And there's that second, like, middle tier of people who, like, if they have a perfect weekend, they'll get there. But if they have a couple slip-ups, they're probably not going to make it. And then there's, like, where we were at, which is just we're just happy to be here. We are just getting experience. We're learning things, and we're just hanging out with each other. And that was good for my first time. I mean, Kiri and Julianne, they've been there Every iteration from sanctional to semifinal to regional to sectional, everything that CrossFit's done, they've been there. Yep. And this was my first time, and this was Nate's very first competition overall. So that learning experience that we had with those two were just, I mean, it was special. Uh, those three things, that, like major takeaways I had, that first one was just, just team chemistry and atmosphere. And then that second one, we really had to focus on dialing in the skill of like competing. And that's something that me and Nate really had to learn. But like I said, Carrie and Julianne, they knew how to compete. They knew what to do before and after. And then our final like major takeaway was just our weaknesses versus our strength, like team versus individuals, a little different than yep. individual itself. Uh, so diving into that first one, right? That team chemistry when picking our team, right, we went through quarterfinals. And we've done that the past couple of years. But I feel like the past two years before this, the biggest thing we missed out on was just people who want to be around those other people. Yep. This year, we had a group of four people that even if we weren't going to compete, we'd still just go and hang out. Mm -hmm. Like we had great personalities on this team and we just wanted to be there. We wanted to support each other. And we had people that would – physically die for each other. Like seemed Nate. like it was easy for you guys to get together and train and, yeah. and everything. Yeah. Like it wasn't like pulling teeth or, or you were like, um, you know, you're not like hired pros no. to go out there and have like, Hey, I gotta like get along with this person. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. and there were some schedule stuff we had to work around like sure. Julianne's work and Kiri, I mean, being a mom and a firefighter, but other than that, we we're all pretty open with adjusting how we typically train and what we typically do on a day to day basis to maximize what we could get out of this season. Yep. Uh, so I think that moving forward, that's a big thing that we need to focus on is being on a team, not with just people that are good, but people that want to be with each other. And I think coming forward, moving through uh, the level two and coming out of that is just kind of fostering that good atmosphere of people that we want to be around. 
Um, and then moving forward, right, that next piece that um, – oh, geez, lost my train of thought. The next piece, the skill of competing, right? Some things that, like, you just can't practice. We have to do it by doing it, and that's something that Nate found out probably the hard way, right, the day before, sure. not really taking care of his body. And then yeah. everyone saw workout one of him just absolutely redlining. And then because he was on a team, we just kept mushing him faster, and he just kind of collapsed out there. Yep. And that's something that happens, yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's something that we need to, like, focus more on going into it. Like, we need to work on that new nutrition. We need to work on how you take care of your body before, what you're doing the days before and in between and stuff like that. But, I mean, to practice that, you just have to compete more. And yep. that, and moving forward, we want to do a little bit more of those higher skill competitions. They missions. used to do a, um, and I took the course. They used to do a a competitor's course in CrossFit, yeah. and and it was great. And and Chris Spieler and Matt Chan ran it. And I need to share it with you guys. Um, I've been pretty hands off with all the the game stuff, um, but back in I think 2016 or 17, I actually ran a whole thing kind of going back over it, I took the course in 14 with all of our competitors. Yeah. But it, it talked about, um, like, having a ritual, like, warm-up before the event, uh, your nutrition before mm. and after, finding, like, your your home base. Mm. I mean, it was ever. It, it's a lot of small things. It was yeah. probably, like, a dozen small things that we utilized that for our 2015 team that did really well. And to tell you the truth, a lot of the times when I'd have them go through some of these rituals while I was coaching them, they get kind of pissed off. Yeah. Um, you know, we had like a, a, a stock warm up. They're like, uh, but what it did is it started to make you feel safe. Yeah. You felt really comfortable and safe. And what you'll see is, uh, you know, and some of the errors that teams will make is um, they'll start warming up an hour mm-hmm. before an event, mm-hmm. especially like with the lifting. Yeah. You know, you're like, man, you've taken 30 practice lifts. Like, yeah. It's not even that event that it's going to affect. It's going to affect you on day three. Yeah. You just took 30 nervous practice snatches. You're doing a whole extra workout in the back before <laughs> yeah. you get out there. So they yeah. really talked about like, boom, hitting that that warm up. And it's like a very uh, quick um, warm up to the like workout and then get in line. Mm-hmm. You know, it all and it would all take place about we'd like time it down to about 20 like 15 to 20 minutes, boom, you were in line. And then uh, you were resting and then you would force calories in before and after yeah. these workouts. Cause a lot of times you don't have, how, how long did you guys have between events? Uh, I mean, it varied. The first day after uh, that first workout, we had about two hours. Okay. And then after that, cause it was us go, then the individuals, then us, we had around four hours of in between. Okay. That's, uh, that's like old, Old, old school regionals, they would do it that way. The way they they ended up moving it to mm-hmm. um, was, like, the teams would all go. Mm, okay. And then in the afternoon, all the individuals. So the teams would go in the morning, and then, like, around noon, the individual yeah. would start. So you would go, and then you would have about 45 minutes to an hour turnaround. Oh, yeah. So you, ha- you would have to really, like, hammer, like, nutrition that was palatable and things mm-hmm. like that. But... Um, if I could add anything for you guys, I might like when we get a little closer, yeah. just go just over that. On. Like, I'm sure you guys learned a ton, Oh yeah. but like going into the open and all of that, like do an hour, like sit down and be like, Hey, here's, yeah. here's just a, I have a whole PowerPoint thing. It's pretty cool. But, uh, I mean, yeah. after day one, like day one, I was just kind of figuring out, but day two and day three, we kind of had that 
dialed in. Figured it yeah, back. Yeah, Figured like it there out. was yeah, a yeah. space we went away from everyone where we yep. just kind of took a nap. Two hours before I had a meal and an hour before I'd have my pre-workout and I'd start loosening up, stretching out. Yep. And then about 45 minutes to 30 minutes before, that's when I'd get my heart rate up and then I'd start warming up the specific yeah, yeah. And so, like, even in that short time span, we learned a lot about how to compete. But definitely going into it next year with the couple of days leading into it, I think we could uh, do a better showing in the first workout. Everyone needs a little individual care that they're going to do on their own. But if you can really systemize it like a, a sports team, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so everyone's not just like, you know, they're off doing this, they're off yeah. doing that. It, it really helps, like, the team yeah. get in line and it feels like, you know, your lacrosse play, like when you're at lacrosse practice, like yeah. we're warming up for the game, Yep, you yep. know, and you feel safe and you feel like you're in a rhythm rather than four people individually kind of yep. warming up and then like, okay, what are we doing again? Well, and that's yeah. e- even at the uh, college level, like we practiced a warm up for our game. So mm-hmm. every day the coach didn't have to say a single word. We knew what we were doing yep. 30 minutes before, 15 minutes before that kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah, working on that. Yep. Before. And that's, yeah, that's something you guys can start to play with on Saturdays. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, already. Mm -hmm. Um, No, it was super fun to watch you guys. Like, you definitely belonged out there. And I think where your overall placement was, it was kind of weird because, like, you placed, your worst placement in it was where you guys ended up placement-wise, I think. Yeah. So you guys were in the 20s, Mm -hmm. you know, on most of of the events. Um, You just didn't have any high finishes. And you would have on that first one, obviously, I think it would have been, like, a top 15 time. Yeah, um, I, th- I think it would have been like a top five time. Like, it, it, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just like accounting for maybe oh, something would have went ups, wrong. Yeah, yeah. No, if it would have gone smoothly, like you guys would have been like right there yeah, with the top times. Um, but that leads into that next yeah. point, right? The weaknesses versus strength. Like I feel like in the older days, those teams of sixes, people if they had a big weakness, like can't walk on their hands, do stuff like that, you could kind of hide them around a little bit or work around it. But nowadays, like with these workouts, everyone's doing everything and you're doing it as a team. So like when you have a weakness nowadays, not only are you now waiting on yourself, but the rest of your team is just kind of sitting there waiting for you. So like those people who are coming into team thinking, well, I want to be a team athlete because I have these big weaknesses that I don't really want to work on, but I know my teammates can pick me up is completely backwards nowadays. Everyone's got to be able to run. Yeah. yeah. You are only as strong as your weakest person in every event. And each one of us had our own weaknesses. So like we had to work around that, but I mean, just the feeling of, well, that's all I can do right now. And there's your team waiting on you kind of sucks. Yeah. You just got to nudge them all up. Just like, well, so in a, in a, really good way CrossFit has adjusted the team, you know, to make, to bring everyone up to make, make them all overall mm-hmm. like good athletes yes, now, yeah. you know, you can't have like, I mean, some of the old teams, it was fun because they would bring out back in 2012. I remember, you know, they would have like some Goliaths on their team, like guys who were like six, four with like, you know, they look like pro wrestlers yeah. and they would come out and like, lift massive uh, I remember this guy like Danny Nichols like you know cleaning like 405 pounds. like the the team guys would actually be better than the individual athletes at individual aspects yeah. of it because they could sort of like 
hold them back for different things. Well, and now everyone on the team who's going to the games is an individual athlete. Yes. Like they're all extremely well-rounded, extremely good. So that's just kind of where we need to get to. Yep. There's no more like big weaknesses. We all need to be building ourselves up throughout the week. And then like on the weekend and stuff, we can train together. Yeah. And then bring that team and mesh it all together. Yeah. 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 And that kind of leads into the next year, right? Yeah. I I think overall, like a good goal that we're having is, and we've made it to set semis or sanctionals lots of years, but I think now it's time to start making more of an impact while we're there yep. get at least one team there if not two and maybe if we can get a couple individuals like this year definitely one team of four going and maybe one or two individuals is the end goal of the season cool yeah i love it yeah and then uh so with that said i think it's like work on this next cycle right this cycle we just started now that we have jack here right it's technically our off season Yep. Right, so we're not not we don't need to focus on that super crossfitty stuff. We just need to focus on getting our strength up, getting our strict gymnastics up, and that longer aerobic base. So with Jack, we're doing a lot of conjugate stuff. We're working in a bunch of like banded tension stuff, all that kind of cycling. Yeah, yeah, building that time under tension, um, hitting our positional endurance. That's a lot of what the focus is, especially for conjugate, especially for these cycles and Olympic lifting as well. Yep. Um, especially with our volume and our maxes and stuff like that, it's being able to handle those loads um, with that time under tension, different positions, especially in that sumo position. You're not going to hit a lot of that, especially at the games and uh, regionals and stuff like that. People are not working on those things. So that's a lot of hip work. Uh, it's a lot of hamstring work. Let's say CrossFitters are usually a 60-40 quad to hamstring ratio. Um, our athletes, especially here, especially for L2, they should be more of that 60-40 hamstring to quad because you can always build more quad especially in your uh crossfit workouts that's the muscle that you're using the most of yep so be strong in both ways just not have as much in the front more party in the back so the thought process is this is the time to work it because as we get closer to like training for the open and things like that we're not going to have the time because we have to focus on the more specific skills and things that will come. And that is going to bring everything back into that. Yeah, exactly. When you start to pick up more of your Metcons and add more volume and stuff like that and take away more of those accessory pieces and uh, start to add, um, obviously more of those skill-based, um, workouts with rowing, biking, stuff like that, um, to build that aerobic base. Yeah, no, I I love it. I mean, yeah, if you, for a full year, right? We have almost uh, like three quarters of a year until the next you know, open. If we're going every day hard in Metcons, you're going to burn out or you're going to get injured. Yep. So like right now, if you look at our program, we have one Metcon and the rest of it is accessory work yep. and lifts. Like you're going to get stronger by doing those tiny little accessories and then we're going to build it together through those main lifts. Yeah, we're building those small muscles so that the only thing that breaks down is a breakdown of strength, not of position. So it's always more or less positional endurance that we're trying to build. So like we did that 30-minute max bike, mm-hmm. it's how long can you stay in that one position, move, and continue to up your pace, say, every five minutes for that 30 minutes of, of that max distance. Mm-hmm. It's trying to get faster and stronger each time you're doing it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's just all about that positional endurance and building that capacity through like small accessory movements, small muscles and stuff like that. So we're not breaking down, getting injuries uh, and or keeping our uh, tendons, uh, knees and uh, joints nice and healthy. Yeah. The, the tricky part is right now, um, this is the easy part of the year to like, 
like totally let off the gas. Yes. Yeah. And where you, you don't want people to have the hammer down hard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This is the time to like work on skills and, and build up that big base rather than if you just try and get your, your shit together basically after the first of the year, exactly, yeah. at best you're going to get back to baseline. You're not going to get better than years past. Like right now is the time to build, like, you know, put a couple different things in the toolbox that you didn't have the year before, push those strength numbers up a little bit yeah. rather than at best, I'm just going to stimulate this, get it back going. And, and then like, Hope I get my yeah. right stuff. Yeah. So, uh, like, so on the day-to-day basis, right? Right now we're doing weaknesses. So strength, we're doing strict gymnastics because we know that as a group collectively, our gymnastics aren't where they need to be, especially now with Boz taking over. There's a lot of gymnastics, a lot yep. of strict gymnastics. So you'll see those and all the accessory work. You'll see just one Metcon with, if it does have gymnastics, it's going to be strict. And then you'll see a lot of different types of lifts and stuff like that. Uh, me and Jack, we're doing most of the program together. I'm kind of like overseeing the whole thing, yep. kind of make sure it all works. Jack is just me. I'm bouncing ideas off of him from that conjugate because he has that conjugate background. Uh, then this will be about eight to nine weeks. Um, starting not this week, the second week of June, we're going to pick back up with swimming and stuff. Cool. So we'll do swimming on Thursdays, and then we'll also do it as a group on Saturdays. Not sure what time yet. I think last year we did like nine o'clock, but we had like a group of like 10 to 15 people at that pool and we were all just swimming. Everyone from someone who can't make it down the pool to people who could do a mile unbroken. So that's fun for people, not just in L2, just to get out of the gym and use your fitness somewhere else. Yeah, I, I love that. And this summer too, uh, after we hit Murph, so you guys will be, this podcast will be coming out on Monday. They okay. were hitting Murph. We'll finish that week. The following week, we're going to start our summer cycle, mm -hmm. which uh, a part of that training cycle for the all levels is um, we'll have the level two tests baked in throughout the three months. So if you want to get into this competition training class, um, we'll have opportunities to do that as part of it. And, and if you follow along with things and, and do it in a focused way, You'll have opportunities like we'll build you up and then test it, build you up and then test it mm -hmm. throughout it. And what we're also moving to in this next uh, training cycle is three tiers of training. And we talked a little bit about this in the last podcast, but I've dialed it in a little bit more. So uh, the first one, so this is going to be like the highest tiered. It's going to be called challenge. And then we're going to have performance and fitness. So very similar, like CrossFit New England has has three things. CrossFit Invictus does as well. Um, we're going to have the same base workout in the class. It's just going to be prescribed three different ways. It's going to be um, goals-based, not ability-based. Uh, so that, that challenge is going to be really for people, it's a great bridge for level two, mm -hmm. but also for uh, – you know, athletes in all levels looking to compete in the open. I think it could also serve as a program for masters athletes could get them to like that quarterfinal level. Yeah. Um, beyond that, you're going to want to do our competition program. And then the performance is for people who have done CrossFit for a while. Um, they're, they're into functional fitness. Um, they want to keep getting stronger, but it pulls a little bit of the risk out of it. Um, 
you know, we're not going to do a lot of like kipping ring muscle ups, things like that. And then the fitness is going to be, um, we're going to pull a lot more of the risk out. The loads are going to be a little lighter. Um, we are going to take out, uh, a lot of like things like rope climbs and then sub those with like things like toes to bar, a lot of dynamic, uh, gymnastic stuff will pull out. And, um, again, this isn't like a scaled version. It's just a different goal. So if you want to keep just staying in a flow, you might see like the fitness aspect, like, okay, I just want to be fit. This is going to fit me a little bit better. But now we have a, a full tiered ladder and then it even gets more complex when we get into like level two, yeah. where now in level two, we have like an open, a semis and a quarters and a oh, okay. Open a quarters and semis. semi mm -hmm. yep. scaling versions in the level two class. So we have a very clear path kind of coming together yeah. and progression. It's like a belt system in, you know, jujitsu or something mm -hmm. all leading into this. And then you can move up and down the line. You know, we have like former games athletes like Mike who, you know, he'll do, uh, you know, what would be like the performance version in our all levels class yeah. Yeah. very frequently. He'll feel kind of froggy. He might even jump all the way up into a level two class. So you're once you've got to a certain level, you can kind of move between those to fit yeah. what you're doing. Well, and yeah. we started doing that a couple of weeks ago after we talked yes. about yes. it. Yeah, the open quarter semis. You, you were able to make that adjustment really Yeah, quickly. yeah. And it, it's helped out a lot. Like in cool. our classes, right, we're getting around 10 to 15 people for each one of our classes now. Yeah. And on that, we'll have probably like one or two do that semis track sometimes. And those same people on a different workout might do that quarters the next time. Just kind of depends on where their strengths and weaknesses are. Uh, one thing I really workout. like about it. Yeah, yeah. that's natural. That's workout. natural workout I filmed. Perfect yes. example. I was, I, I saw about a dozen people in there mm -hmm. and everyone was doing it. You know, I, we had about three people doing it one way, three people doing it another way yeah. with the, and then I looked at the, uh, the board and saw how it was. I'm like, Oh, everyone's clicking right into yes. where they should be on that. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. And the one thing I really liked about it is it forces you to know who you are as an athlete. Like the biggest thing with workouts is they're really just numbers on a screen. What's really important is what you get out of it. So like for me doing something like on the semifinals track might be the same as like Jack doing a semifinals track for some workout, but then another workout comes up and maybe Jack can do it semis, but I have to do it quarters, but we're still getting the same stimulus out of it. That's what we're trying to chase is that good stimulus yep. that we're going to push, push us to become a better athlete. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm loving how it's all kind of coming mm -hmm. together. And we're evolving, you know, like this last year has been one of the biggest evolutions, I think, in like just the way the training, obviously, like being in this new facility and everything. And it's just like things are really taking off in that way. And I, we had a great result through the open this year, better than the last few years. And like you can just see it coming together. And I, I think over this next year, like, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, like, you know try and wrap your head around what we're doing with the training. Cause that's going to help you guys execute on it yeah. too. Yeah. The more you guys understand what we're doing and what we're trying to do, you can read the training and not just like look at the workout every day, but see what we're trying to do over time. And that's going to help you plan your workouts better and get the result that, you, that you're trying to get yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so this summer 
the team stuff on Saturdays. Yes. Gets back into the swimming. Yeah. Kind of the fun games type stuff that yeah, you well, would train yeah. for. You we know? did last year, we did a bunch of mini comps for about four or five weeks yep. in a row. I, w- I want to get back into that probably sometime in July. So how it worked last year is we did, it was three events. It was cannonball style and there was an RX and there was a semifinal. And we had a leaderboard throughout the whole, it's on Saturday at one o'clock. We had a a leaderboard the whole whole time. And throughout that, it was just kind of testing out workouts, competing, not just training. So it was fun to get a lot of people in of all different uh, skill levels. I remember you guys doing that. That was really cool. That was cool. I'm thinking about picking that up back in uh, in like July once we get towards the later half going into football season. Before that, the football season gets rolling. So like right between that time. Yeah, right between that time, yep. After you guys play for a little bit and Mm -hmm. like – let your nervous systems kind of simmer down from like, I mean, when you do, when you go from open to quarters to semis, what people don't realize, and and it's been a long time for me, haven't been through that, but you're nervous for like three straight months. Oh yeah. All the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You're just nerves are like this. And that takes a second to like, it's hard to wrap. Now some people aren't, I was nervous when I would do that yeah. for like three months in a yeah. row, particularly like you would start a couple weeks before the open and you'd like any like minor little Nick or injury, like was magnified. Cause you're like, I'm going to have to like my calf hurts and I'm going to have to do 500 double unders on it. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah. we're normally, you're just like, oh, I'll just kind of lay off it. Like everything is magnified. So when your body starts to simmer down, you don't realize how maybe tired or, or, how you were really feeling until everything starts calming yeah. down. And then like you start to like pick up some stuff. It takes like a few weeks mm-hmm. to a month to adjust to that. Yeah. That's why I think this conjugate cycle right now is the perfect time it for is. it. Right. It's really yeah. mixing up everything. We're not just doing the basic CrossFit, you know, the five by five, that kind of yeah. stuff. We're mixing everything, getting different type of exercises and hitting all the accessory work, make ourselves feel good. Yeah. It's constantly varied. Yeah, that's what CrossFit is. That's what conjugate is. The conjugate stuff works so well and so much better, I think, in the context of CrossFit, because when you put a linear cycle in CrossFit and I've done it for years and and will still occasionally continue to do it. But all the variables that come into CrossFit and, and even in these linear cycles, but when you're doing CrossFit workouts, it's like these mixed modal workouts where you're, you know, doing 150 wall ball in a, in a wad. And then, well, every Wednesday we're back squatting and that, that happened to fall on a Monday. And, but you know, cause you're mixing all these elements up. If you're in a linear cycle and like, you're just doing the weightlifting, it's different than when you're doing all these mixed modal things. And then like you come into it and you're just like, particularly I feel like with deadlifting because your back can feel significantly different day to day. And when you're just working up to your heavy for the day, rather than like, man, I got to hit 92% of my deadlift. And, you know, I did a bunch of Olympic lifting four days ago. My back just feels a little funny, but I'm going to try and you're going to try and hit that number to keep into the cycle. And it causes problems. People get hurt more often. um, Or they just like get flat where that conjugate cycle, when I've done that, You know, when you build up progressively to that, especially in like that sumo stance or like, Mm -hmm. you know, you're doing it like you guys were doing from pins the other day Mm -hmm. and you're not doing the full motion every single time. 
you stay so much healthier and you get stronger so much faster because you're doing things and you're stopping at the right spot yeah, yeah. rather than forcing it. Yeah. And well, and the big thing with cycles, uh, a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll throw like a template squat cycle on like small off or half squat. And then doing that is not meant to be done on top of CrossFit style workouts. Like that's meant to be done by itself. With this conjugate, we're working it in throughout the whole week, throughout the whole cycle, trying to ebb and flow with what we're doing in class and stuff. So it's making us healthier while we're getting stronger. I'm going to try to uh, do something very similar. We've, we've ran a similar strength cycle the last Two years, we always do it in the fall for our all levels. And then I'm going to switch that and then uh, do like a, a conjugate cycle and have Jack help me yeah. with uh, that for the all levels. Um, if you guys are familiar with Power Hour, that's what we're consistently running in there. Mm-hmm. Um, do a cycle and, and kind of blend that in in a way that would fit like our all level training yeah. for, for 12 weeks in the fall, mm-hmm. ending in a, in a total, which I think is like a really fun way to do. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So do you guys have anything to kind of wrap this up? Any like kind of like notes, like things to look forward to? I think we covered a lot of it, but I mean, yeah, we're doing swimming. That will yep. be starting soon. The mini comps will be starting soon. Um, I mean, overall, just kind of trying your best to stick to what we're doing, right? We have a certain amount of volume on every day for a reason. So going through adding a lot of stuff is not going to allow your body to recover for what we're doing the next day. Um, but yeah, other than that, that's about it. Awesome guys. Keep up the good work. I'm excited to see how this year goes. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. See you guys.